All addictions are emotional diseases. What do you mean by emotional diseases? <laughs> Welcome again to another episode of Life is Wonderful.love podcast where we talk about recovery. We talk about emotional intelligence. We talk about healing where your EQ is your IQ. Do you want to live your best life? <laughs> of course you do. Now out, the 12 Steps Explained course. A way to work the 12 Steps of Recovery in 90 days. To go from step 1 to step 12. Save you time. Save you money. How is the course designed? Three questions on each step. 36 questions in all. Yes, there is homework. That is how a well-functioning course works. Also, with the course, we have recovery coaching. Recovery coach can take you through those 90 days to change all those habits where you're well on your way to living your best life. You have that foundation. In today's episode, we are going to talk about relapse, how to prevent it, how to protect yourself. Why do people relapse? Whether you have one day, 10 days, seven months, 10 years, 27 years. The thing is, relapse doesn't just happen. It goes on in your whole body. You see, in the very beginning, the key thing that everybody has to get. Now, I, as you know, the compulsive gambler and alcoholic. So you have to grasp the fact that all addictions are emotional diseases. You have to know what you are feeling every day. When we first walk into a 12-step room, there are four usual feelings. There's anger. Anger, how did I get here? Depression. Your whole body's in, in a depressed state. Scared. Scared of the unknown. Scared of where everything is going. Whether it's even withdrawals. Whether it's detox. Whether it's debts. Whether it's all the problems in our lives. But there's also a curiosity that the 12 steps can help us save us. So those are usually the four major emotions. Yet we are so emotionally numb that we are not paying attention or be able to access our feelings. So the way to prevent a relapse is first to grasp the idea that all addictions are emotional diseases. You have a disease. No different than diabetes, cancer, or heart disease. Where you have to accept your condition, your diagnosis. There is medicine. There is a treatment plan. Now with recovery, with addiction, it's a little different. You can take different modes to get to the end. But it's no different than, depending on what your other disease is, that you have some options. But the main key thing is to accept the fact that you have an emotional disease. Accept the fact that you have a disease, and it's well documented by the American Psychiatric Association, the American Medical Association. And why try to fight it? It's no different than if you have some type of disease like cancer, you're, you're just going to not shock. 
But once you accept it, then you know how to move forward. And that is so vital. The people that want to fight what your condition is are usually the people that relapse. They want to kind of fine-tune things. You cannot fine-tune things. The other thing is you have to realize that all addictions lie to you. You're not going to make all this money gambling. You're not going to be Mr. Cool by drinking and drugging. You're not going to get there by having multiple sex partners or using food as some type of reward or punishment. You can only get to the other side by accepting the fact that all addictions lie to you. They first start by taking our emotions not allowing our body to feel, numbing us out, and then hijacking our brain into thinking that our addictions are actually something fun. I've heard too many people say, well, when I was gambling, gambling was fun. It wasn't fun when you were losing tons of money. It wasn't fun when you had legal relationship, employment problems. There's no such thing as fun while you're drinking, drugging, and gambling when you have passed that line. It just becomes a chore. Your whole body gets tired. That's why you constantly hear that word, I'm tired of being tired. That tells you that you have to accept the fact that all addiction is a lie and that by going back to any type of addiction, you are just lying to yourself. And you're lying because you're not expressing your emotions. You are not reaching out. Because if you reach out to someone, someone will help you. The people who relapse, they go back into that isolation mode. They start to create walls, push back, don't open up. So they create the conditions to relapse. In a lot of ways, that's what we also call, you can also say, self-sabotage. Too many of us as addicts wanted to self-sabotage. I always said the hardest parts of my recovery were the first two weeks and then week 51 and 52 of year one. I just wanted to self-sabotage immediately. Now, in the very beginning, you're still detoxing. Your brain is in a fog. Your brain is still in that sickness, in that disease state. Don't know really where to go. Now, closer to one year, this is afraid of success and I wanted to self-sabotage. That is how relapse happened is, is I just want to say that even though things are going well, I am feeling joyful. I am feeling happy. I am feeling like I've got things under control. I'm taking care of any problems that I've had. Yet, we want to throw in the towel and just say, F it and go back to our addiction. When self-sabotage is around the corner, and it will occur to you, you have to reach out and reach out more, whether it's going to meetings, going talking to your therapist, reading literature, praying, doing all those things that you need to do to prevent a relapse. You have to really fight those first year, second year. But even later on, because life will throw us some type of curveball. Could be the death of a loved one. Could be the end of a career. 
Could be as we're getting older and we have to deal with health issues. Could be something with parents, with our siblings, with our kids, with our partners. Could be a number of multiple multiple things. Could be our pets. We have to just realize is that all of that can create depression, anxiety, worry, fear, feeling terrified or frightened. All these emotions that can take us. So we have to always be fighting. And that is why I always say is, is besides accepting the fact that you have a disease, accepting the fact that all addictions are a lie, that you cannot, cannot self-sabotage. And the other piece is, is that stop talking about drinking stories, gambling stories, sex stories, drug stories. They get old. We all have them. There is not one person I know that doesn't have some type of financial money story where they're up, where they're down, some type of sex story. Oh, I can't believe this is what happened when I was with this person or I met this person. The thing that we really need to talk about is what's happening in our day to day. (laughs) What's happening today? So then we can either enjoy it or deal with it. And also talk about all the wonderful relationships and all the wonderful things that we are doing with our careers, with our businesses, with our relationships, with our hobbies, with our travel, all these wonderful, wonderful things. So there is no such thing as a person close to relapse whether you have one day, five years, 15 years, 35 years. If you've been doing this deal daily, you understand that you have already created certain amount of roadblocks to prevent you from relapsing. Because even during a dark day, you're not going to automatically think of an addiction because you're going to have tools, you're going to have certain behaviors in place that are going to put you into the situation where you can deal with that dark day. (laughs) I know a lot of people want to say that we're no different than anybody else, but we are. But you got to do this every day. You got to keep working on it. No different than you got to wake up. You got to have a good night's sleep. You got to work hard. You got to love others. You got to enjoy life. And the more you do that on a daily basis, you are putting in those deposits, putting in that type of situation and types of things that will allow you to rely on in whatever life throws at you. So relapse is not a question for the people who do this and understand that This is a 24-hour deal. We live by spiritual principles. We talk about our emotions. We pray to somebody that's outside ourselves, some type of higher power God. (laughs) And we really develop deep, intimate relationships. That is how you prevent relapse and where relapse never has an option in your life. Life is wonderful. Dot love.